the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and Noah, man. Uh, before you get me this time, I'm going to have to say, you know what day it is? It's Friday! Friday! You know what? This is one of them wow, 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 wow moments, man. <laughs> it's Friday. Man, it would be Friday! <laughs> Woo! It's Friday night! Oh, man. You know, I tell you, my Made friend, it through another week, my friend. Guess what I got you this time? You got Uh-oh. Last week. What did you give me? Well, before I was able to say it was Friday, you had released it uh, and you said, hey, I got you. I, w- I was uh, waiting on that one. So I've been practicing all week to make sure I was ahead of you, uh, my great producer. You got me this time. You definitely <laughs> did. You know, but uh, I tell you, Noah, we got this absolutely fantastic, sensational guest with us tonight. He has become one of my favorite people on this planet. And he, we've talked to him on the It's Your Life show. I've talked to him on my show across the county. Just a man, as you and I were talking about, James, of tremendous spirit. And character. <laughs> we, oh, in we, a huge we, way, in a huge way. That's uh, why I like him. Oh, we have to do that. And uh, uh, listen to audience, and just in case you, you don't know who we're talking about, no, tell him, who, who are we talking about? I am talking about the one, the only, the amazing Chief Ralph Godby Jr. And Michelle, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, we're talking about Chief Ralph Godby Jr. serving others through ministry. Ministry. And for uh, you that don't know, this great man was the youngest police chief in Detroit history. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm in trouble. I'm going to send you to Detroit. <laughs> and that, 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 that was in the old days in the movies. And, but this guy was in charge of making sure that you followed the laws. The rules Detroit's and top cop. Detroit's top cop. But a Detroit top citizen because he's a great man. He's an awesome individual. And uh, I just, I, I'm just so happy to call this great man my friend. And part of uh, our family, Noah. Well, I'm th- I actually thank you for introducing me to the chief because you know when we had him on the It's Your Life radio program and I've been producing it the, the first time around, oh, I just loved every answer that he gave and it just really just opened my heart to just the way he thinks and you know how, how we can try and better this world together if we stay together. So I had him on my program and now here we are once again. You know, when he was on the show the first time, he really enlightened my understanding about the things that law enforcement do go through. Remember, we talked about that, Noah, after the show. We were like, wow. Wow. You and I were both wowed. And yeah, we talked a little bit about on my show about that as well. And I think, Michelle, a lot of people don't. I hope we talk about it again a little bit tonight because some people don't understand what it takes to be in law enforcement. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that, but the focus tonight is going to be on this great man and his ministry in the community. And I know uh, since we had uh, this great man on the show, a, a, a few great things have, have happened to the It's Your Life, James Cooley It's Your Life show. First of all, uh, we've been featured in primetime, moved up four hours, and we got another date coming up 
in prime time. I think that date is September 30th. Oh, yeah. September 30th. Plus, no, we just got picked up in the Dallas market again. And K-Sky, that's going to start October the 2nd. And wow. That's great news, JC. Great news. Great news. But it takes great guests like we have on our show to really put the message out there and to enhance our listening audience with an understanding that it's your life. It's your life. You have to take everything that's been given to you and figure it out on what's going to make you successful based on the skills. I I, I like to say based on everything that God has placed in your heart, you know, treasures, gifts, talents, treasures, gifts, talent. A lot of people don't understand that, Noah. Chief God understands that. And with that being said, I cannot wait to get this show started. And I'm going to tell our listening audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 344 Let me say it again. one 344 I believe, Noah, that sometimes you have to be dramatic. Sometimes you have to just come all the way down. And Michelle just hit me on my leg telling me, it's time to get it started. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to get the show started, Michelle, and Michelle knows that time right now. Yes. Um, let's talk about the purpose of the show tonight. To learn about the background of former Detroit Chief of Police Ralph Godby Jr., discuss his role as a servant leader within the community, discuss his ministry and role at Triumph Church in the metropolitan Detroit area, and let's talk about the issues dividing our country and the lessons he learned during his tenure in law enforcement. Chief Ralph L. Godby Jr. is a community advocate, a preacher, servant leader, and yes, a cop. Chief Godby always prefaces his service in law enforcement by saying, I'm a black man that happens to be a cop, not a cop that happens to be a black man. Acutely aware of his ability to maneuver in both arenas without compromising his commitment to offering solutions to issues that cause inequitable outcomes in America for black people, he speaks boldly in a way that is undeniably one of seeking justice for black and brown citizens, and particularly when it comes to policing in America and its reform efforts. He began his life of public service at the tender age of 19, a year after graduating from Detroit's Aztec High School, Chief Gobby was feted as the top academic performer in his class, top marksman, and at such a young age was elected as class president Detroit Metropolitan Police Academy. He rose to the ranks after 22 years of service and was appointed as Detroit Police Department's 40th Chief of Police at the age of 42, youngest in Detroit Police Department history. In August of 2018, Gabi was appointed as chief of police of the Detroit Public Schools Community District, which serves 52,000 students in over 100 schools. The state of Michigan's largest school district and only school district with a fully sworn MCOL certified police department. Gabi, who has served in ministry since January of 2000, stepped down from his position as chief of police to accept an offer from Pastor Solomon W. Kinlock Jr. of Triumph Church in the metropolitan Detroit area to serve as the church. Church's chief of staff and full-time ministry. Chief Gobby is 53 years old, the father of one daughter and a doting grandfather and father-in-law. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back Chief Ralph L. Gobby Jr. Chief God, you already know how I feel about you, man. Hey, welcome back man. to the show. How you doing? I, I, I'm trying to figure out who y'all talking about. That's, that, <laughs> that guy... That guy sounds a whole lot more uh, exciting than I am. I'm just... Uh, a kid from the east side of Detroit that God showed favor on and has given me the ability to be in some spaces that I've tried to leverage to his glory. That's awesome. Well, uh, we know exactly who we're talking about. uh, (laughs) Chief Garvey, you've been on the show uh, before. Uh, But one thing that touched me, uh, and I think about it all the time that you said is, you said when you have a people first servant leader persona, People will go out of their way to reach for the goal. <laughs> yes, sir. Reach for the yes, goal. Sir. Relationships are key to any successful reformer effort. Chief, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about what you meant by that? I think a lot of times we overcomplicate change uh, and we get so stuck in 
uh, who I am, what I know, what I've done, and we look at life from our own particular lens. Uh, but one important lesson I've learned is to listen to understand as opposed to always listening to respond. Because once you can hear somebody else's perspective and you can allow that to sink in, uh, it may give you a different appreciation for what they've gone through. Uh, to use an old uh, Native American proverb, uh, you know, never judge a man till you walk a mile in his moccasins. And I found that with very tough conversations, uh, James, uh, especially around race and race reconciliation uh, and equities in um, our country relative to black and brown people and marginalized people, um, some very hardened people in their positions, uh, when we had a conversation and not pointing fingers, not assuming someone was racist, but helping them get an appreciation for a different point of view. Um, I found that that has been very, very impactful. And, you know, I haven't changed Republicans to Democrats or Democrats to Republicans, but I think what we've been able to do is find out what we have in common as human beings and then start to make progress towards those things. Because at the end of the day, uh, James, we all want the same thing. We want safe places for our families to grow and thrive. We want opportunities to, um, you know, live and be free and love and, and express our religious freedoms. Um, we want an opportunity to make a living, you know, and, and do it with dignity. We want to and, do it with dignity, uh, Chief. Yeah. But uh, I tell you, that, that's such a great response. But we're going to take a station break. I, I don't want to break uh, this flow right here. So we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and continue our great discussion with Chief Ralph Godby Jr. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Uh, we'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and Noah, man, I don't know if you can feel it. Uh... In studio, man, but just, uh, I'm radiating, man, uh, just to have, uh, a guest of this caliber. When I told, uh, I, we're talking <laughs> just during the commercial break, 
And we were saying, you know, what makes a, a good radio show isn't just the host or the person doing the interviewing, but it's the guest. And when you get a great, you know, a guest with just an awesome dynamic and they just, ooh, just this, this, this great aura of, of character like Chief Godby does, it takes that show and inter- interviewer and it makes them even better. And you know what, Noah? Uh, uh, I know the chief is listening right now, but he don't know that me and you talked the other day after he came off of your show, and and you told me, and I told you, he got an open invitation to my show anytime. And you you said the same thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I would talk to this guy every every week if I had a chance. <laughs> that that incredible. I listen to the audience. We're talking to the fantastic Chief Rap Garby Jr., the youngest police chief in Detroit history. And we're not talking about policing tonight. We're talking about serving others through ministry. And, you know, we're talking about the community. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about policing, but that's not the point. It's, it's all about giving. No, you know, it's all about what do you do? Giving back, community, and it's all tied together in that one theme we always talk about, JC. That is love. It's all about love compassion and it's all about just having an open heart and if you want to be part of a great conversation like this with this great chief that's 1-888-344-1170 again that's 1-888-344-1170 chief Gobby, you know sometimes when people are asked um by someone else tell me about yourself the first thing that comes out of their mouth is they talk about you know, what they do for a living, you know, what company they work for. And I think it's habitual. So Chief Gobby, put aside about what you do and from a professional perspective. Chief Gobby, tell me about, tell us, the listening audience, about yourself. Wow, that's, uh, that's tough for me. I, I, I don't like talking about myself, to be totally honest. Um, but... Uh, with that being said, I, I don't want to tank the interview <laughs> because these questions have been prepared in advance, and uh, I know you all put a lot of research into them. But I, I guess for me personally, uh, I, I'm an introvert by nature. I've been forced to uh, come out of that. A lot of people don't believe that between being chief of police, um, almost 30 years in law enforcement, uh, multiple television interviews locally, nationally, radio locally, nationally, satellite radio, uh, international interviews on the BBC. Um, you know, people say uh, that if you want to amuse God, you tell them your plans. And my plans were to be a professional football player. <laughs> uh, you know, because, I mean, I, I just was that kind of an athlete growing up. But uh, just some things happened in my life to change the trajectory of my life uh, very much. And I want to say this very um, openly, very publicly, because uh, this is a part of my story. Uh, I was uh, touched inappropriately by my high school football coach. And uh, he was eventually fired and removed from his position. Uh, But that really changed the trajectory of my life at 16 years old. I uh, started drinking heavily, uh, started skipping school. Um, my life was really going in a tank. Uh, I was a 4.0 student uh, all of my school career up until the 10th, 11th grade in high school. Uh, after that happened, uh, I was just devastated because I just wanted to play football. Uh, I was uh, recruited from um, colleges all across the country. Uh, recruited to West Point, to Naval Academy, and the Air Force Academy. And, you know, my parents had no idea why my grades dropped precipitously, uh, why I had become so promiscuous um, and was just skipping school with women all the time. Um, I was traumatized. And at 16, you have no idea what that is. Uh, I had to fast forward to I was almost 35 years old to understand um, and going through a, a police career that if you come into a police department completely 100% healthy, you're going to come out damaged, especially in a major city. Uh, the things that I've seen, um, the cases that I've been a part of, uh, I mean, just go to some of the most horrific things in human behavior 
and treatment of people you could ever see in your life. You add that to an already traumatized person, and it's a setup for failure. And uh, I talk about this very concretely and very publicly because a, a very good friend of my family, Pastor Cheryl Brady, uh, who is the pastor of the Potter's House, North Dallas, uh, she says something that I will take with me the rest of my life. My mistakes cost so much. Why should you have to pay the same price? And I made some poor choices in my career towards the end of my career uh, that uh, through those choices, um, I stepped down from the Detroit Police Department because I had to get my life together. I had to deal with my trauma. Uh, I went through a divorce. Um, I had to reconcile with my daughter. And those things I talk about uh, without shame because uh, I would not be the person I am today if I had not have um, confronted those issues. And in the black community, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about depression. Uh, we don't talk about trauma. Uh, and then to add to that, and, uh, and I'm glad you are talking about the ministry aspect, in the black church, we've done a horrible job of dealing with uh, mental health issues. Um, Michelle, everything from the neck down, uh, we, we, we will pray We'll speak in tongues. We'll lay hands on people. We'll say what God can do. But if you have cancer, you're still going to go to an oncologist. If you have a heart issue, you're still going to go to a cardiologist. But when it comes to the neck up, uh, particularly in the, you know, in the black diaspora, in the African-American uh, diaspora, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about trauma. And a lot of things that we see that manifest themselves as uh, criminal issues, uh, really are tra uh, unresolved trauma. Uh, so for me, I've become an advocate for mental health awareness, uh, for trauma awareness, for what PTSD is. And that has become a part of, of ministry for me um, because there's so many people that uh, don't know why they feel depressed. And the reason why I brought the church up is because a lot of times in church people say, well, you know, you just need to pray harder. You just need to get more deeper, get deeper into your word. And if you have an issue that needs help, uh, it's not a matter of you're not trying. People that's depressed don't want to be depressed. They don't want to uh, go through manic issues. So to oversimplify it like that and to you know breeze past issues that we have clinical psychologists, we have psychiatrists, uh, we have medications for depression. And if you don't make those things, because it could be an acute situation or it could be a chronic situation. But in any event, if you don't deal with those things, they'll deal with you. And a lot of the behaviors that we see uh, that we call black culture is really not our culture. It's our trauma. And unfortunately, there are industries that um, have prostituted our trauma and they make a lot of money of it. Also, they call it uh, love and hip hop. Uh, they call it, um, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And a lot of those behaviors that, you know, um, these companies are making a lot of money off of and we're starting to embrace it, they call it black culture. It's not black culture, it's black trauma. And at a point, we have to stand up and have the intestinal fortitude to, number one, not to support these things uh, and embrace them as our culture because that's not who we are. We're spiritual people by nature. And, you know, to take that and, and show some of the worst of our behavior and call that culture, uh, I just push against that notion. As much as I appreciate the talent of, you know, some of the great hip-hop artists that are out there, uh, I believe some of them just don't have the social consciousness to understand how they're pawns in this game. Wow. Chief, Chief Gop, that, that was so touching and so true. And uh, one of the things that I, uh, <laughs> uh, two months, two and three, three months, uh, your testimony, what you just gave, that takes courage. But you have to be able to talk about certain things in order to get past certain things, in order to Absolutely. blossom, in order to flourish. I tell you, we're going to take a station break. I don't want to miss a beat, G. We're going to take a station break. We're going to come back. And we're going to continue to talk to this great man. 
If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and <laughs> no, I don't know if you, just like I said, you know, but I was in studio, in studio last night with you. We're in, we're in our home studio tonight, and on our way back to Dallas tomorrow. Uh, Vegas next week, New York. Taking the James Cooley show across the nation. Uh, we we got to do this. But, uh, Noah, we got this great, great member. Just like I told you, he's been adopted in our family. Uh, we feel that strongly about Very him, strongly. His, his message. It's mutual. And which he's coming to our listening audience, coming to us, and he's, he's just laying it out. And a, a lot of people think sometimes that you get so high on the totem pole, uh, chief of police, 42 years old, mm-hmm. uh, all these other type of things. I mean, everything that goes with that. And you forget about who got you there. Yes. And, and sometimes we forget. And sometimes who got you there wants you to know that, hey, I got more things for you to do. So I'm going to bring you down a little bit. And, and make you humble and get you, and, and put you back on the right track, and absolutely. that's what I feel every time I talk to this man right here, Noah. He's an absolutely fantastic guy, and I listen, audience. You need to be part of this conversation, and you can be part of this conversation by calling one eight 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 three four four eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Chief Garvey, man, I got so much respect for you, man. I love it. Man, Jim, uh, James, thank you so much. Um, 
you know, platforms like yours and Noah's are so important uh, because in this clickbait social media society, we really don't go in depth into, you know, people's lives to really talk about things that can impact and can, you know, help change the trajectory of somebody's life. Uh, a lot of times, you know, especially on social media, you know, people show their best, you know, living their best life and they show their best life. You know, they show the travel, uh, they show the cars, they show the houses. Uh, but those things don't necessarily equate to, to, to joy. And, and I use that word intentionally. Uh, happiness to me is extrinsic. Happiness is caused by the things you amass, the things you do, the things you imbibe. But to me, joy is intrinsic, and that comes from a spiritual uh, basis. And you can lose happiness, but you can't lose joy when you have a relationship with, you know, Christ Jesus. And that is what has gotten me through some of the toughest times in my life. Uh, I say that unashamedly. I say it on every platform that I'm allowed to be on. Uh, because if people want to know the secret to your quote-unquote success, uh, they need to know, you know your struggles as well. Because I think a lot of times people look at people that have achieved, like James Cooley, like Noah Dingley, like, you know, Michelle Cooley, and they see us on these platforms and they feel like, wow, you can't relate. You haven't been through what I've been through. Uh, so I think, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, sometimes you can overshare. Uh, however, I think there's a way to share in a manner that's tactful, uh, that is not triggering to somebody else, but also can help pull somebody out of a tough situation. Because my position is, if God can bring me through it, the same God that's able to do it for me is the same God that's able to do it for you. And, you know, we serve a God in spirit and truth. It's not a black God. He's not a white God. Uh, but he, 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 he's a spirit. And spirits don't have color. <laughs> um, and, you know, color and race is a construct that we have to sort of navigate on this side of the grave and I'll do everything I can to, you know, help advocate for my people. Uh, but my people are, are people that have good morals and good ethics and that have fallen down and just didn't stay there. My late father told me something that, uh, I, I quote often integrity is not a failure to keep from falling. Integrity is falling down and then having the courage to get back up again. And the sin is not in the falling alone, but the sin is in laying there and not trying to get up and bring meaning to what you've been through. Uh, and I think that's why it's important, you know, for us to talk and have conversations and why talk radio that is not, um, sensationalized and just polarized on, you know, either you're Republican or Democrat, either you're black or white. And talk about just being people. Talk about our humanity. Because a lot of, you know, racial animus, I, I firmly believe we could overcome if we could learn to listen to each other and hear people's perspective and realize we have so much more in common than we do relative to the melanin in our skin or the lack thereof. Uh, because red blood runs through all of our veins. And I have never heard of anybody in a hospital that needed a blood transfusion that asked, what is the color of the individual that this blood came from? Um, and if they did, you know, God bless them. But I, I just have not heard that anecdote yet. Wow. You know, uh, uh, you just mentioned something a, a second ago because uh, Noah and I, just last night, we, we had this great guest on, and we talked about uh, spoken word. And I think, Noah, you gave me a word, integrity. I don't know if you remember. I did. Loyalty and then integrity, yeah. <laughs> Loyalty and integrity. And integrity, uh, just like uh, I mentioned last night, uh, just from the top of my mind, Noah said, hey, JC, spoken word, just uh, integrity. Yes. I believe that integrity is what's in your heart, what's in your mind. Yes, sir. And being able to dedicate with, uh, I would say, a blind eye, no eyes on mm -hmm. what's in front of you. No color, no religion, no anything. Yeah. Uh, 
but being able to just come forward when somebody need help or whatever and you don't see mm-hmm. nothing but the light you don't see these other things right and you lock in on mm-hmm. just being a servant mm-hmm. and uh wow so you hit it on the nose i know noah got a question for you but i thought that i i had to just bring that into it because integrity is doing the right thing when no one else is looking, no one else is thinking, no one else is doing anything. It's all about integrity, James. And that was actually, I mean, I have a complex question coming up for the chief. uh, And that's why I think myself and Michelle and you, we get along with Chief Godby because we're all people of integrity. And I see so much integrity in Chief Godby. And one thing that I love that he says is as people, we need to be able to try and listen to one another and not just so that we can respond, you know, and, you know, get a response out there, but to truly hear what our brother and sister has to say, to truly listen to them, because that's what makes someone of integrity. That's what makes a good person. I was talking with my interview for this weekend, Chief, and one thing that we really focused on was happiness and people it's kind of a misconception out there that well i'll be happy if i'll be happy if Mm -hmm. i get this i'll be happy if i attain that you have to be happy first and truly truly joyful in the lord to be able to have other successes in your life and i know part of that is a is a very personal spiritual walk and what i'm very curious on is if you could explain to our listening audience a little bit deeper how god has used adversity to mature you as not just a follower of christ but as a man uh noah that is such a profound question and it really speaks to you know who i am at 53 uh compared to who i was at 42 when i ascended to be chief of police as compared to who I was at 19 when I joined the Detroit Police Department. Uh, our lives are, 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 are a compilation of things good and bad. And I've learned probably more through adversity uh, than I have in up times. And the reason why that is is because, number one, there's a level of humility that you have to develop um, because if you don't, Noah, um, the Bible says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And you have to have an appreciation for the fact that, you know, but for the grace of God, go I. And to also understand your, the reason why God gave you that dash between the date of your birth and the date that he calls you home. What do you do in that dash? Who have you impacted? Who have you helped? There's a old gospel song uh, in the African-American church. If I can just help one person along the way, then my living will not be in vain. And when we start to be more outwardly focused as opposed to, you know, this I need my, what can I get? What can I do? Um, how can I achieve? And you start focusing on others, uh, you'll find very quickly that the principles of God apply. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. But even at that, the things that you desire even start to change when you mature. So um, I don't have to be the uh, senior pastor. Uh, I I serve, um, I mean, very humbly and proudly uh, under a great man of God that ironically is seven years younger than me. And... Uh, the level of wisdom and intellect and, and spirituality and vision that God has placed in him, uh, I feel honored to, you know, sit at his feet and learn and to serve in ministry from that standpoint. So humility, uh, Noah, is probably the greatest thing that adversity has uh, really brought to my life. Wow. You know, that's such a great answer, JC. That is such a great answer. And and uh, we got to take a station break real quickly. But uh, I just want to say one thing. Uh, one of the things that I talk about in a lot of my lectures when I'm when I'm, when I'm uh, out and speaking is it's not about the I, yes. the me, and the my. If we want to truly be of value, it's all about the we, the us, and the ours. Yes, sir. And, and so I, I tell you, Chief, that was so well put. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue to talk to this great man, Noah, man, 
He's he can come on my show anytime he wants. Anytime, to. last minute notice, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's your life. I'm James Cole. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hi, this is Michelle Cooley. Welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life with our guest, Chief Ralph Godby Jr. He has been an amazing guest tonight. And listening audience, if you want to call in and ask questions, dial in at 1-888-344-1170. It is 888-344-1170. Chief Godby, there are so many issues going on within our country, um, race relations being one of them. Um, most people would... Um, have what they call unconscious biases, which is defined as a prejudice or unsupported judgment in favor or against a person, thing, or group compared to another. What are your thoughts on how we as people can be truly honest with ourselves and recognize some of those unconscious biases within us before we even try to make a difference? Well, uh, that brings me to a, a quote that I think is attributed to uh, Mahatma K. Gandhi. Uh, before trying to seek to be understood, seek to understand. Um, even the most loathsome person, as you may perceive them to be, uh, has a point and a lens that's framed by um, their life experience. And at some point, we have to have enough tenderness in our hearts uh, not to be so uh, defensive uh, when someone articulates their point of view. Uh, it could be a very aberrant point of view. Uh, but I think when people feel like they're heard, um, they, you get, you have a better opportunity of then communicating back to them what you heard from them, uh, which they call active listening, which you kind of repeat back what you heard. But then you also uh, have an opportunity to share your perspective. But I think the big thing, Michelle, is not to do it in an accusatory fashion. Because sometimes people don't know what they don't know. And if you have not been exposed to different cultures, um, you know, and, and I, I, I'll, I'll take this to my police indoctrination. Um, I used to always say as a leader in the police department, um, everybody hates the cop they don't know. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you don't know a person, you don't know they bleed like you. You don't know that they have family issues like you. They got bills that they got to pay as well, and you don't see their humanity, you tend to view them differently. But, you know, my relatives that, you know, I was one of the first people in my family to be a police officer, my relatives love me, and, you know, they hate the police department, but Ralph a good cop, you know, because that's my cousin, that's my brother, that's my, you know. So 
uh, just conversation and a willingness to, you know, put your guard down. So I think we're so guarded and with those walls up so high, people just tend to, you know, retreat to, um, you know, their tribes and, you know, find comfort in that tribe. But the reality is this is a big country, 50 states, uh, you know, 350 million people, uh, many diverse points of view, uh, many diverse ways of, of, of communicating, of artistically expressing yourself. And we just have to, you know, appreciate our diversity as opposed to finding it to be offensive. How does your faith encourage you in the midst of the many divisions that are going on within our country? Uh, it gives me hope because um, for me not to have hope would deny the very um, ethos of the religious dogma that I follow, which is Christianity. And, you know, the Bible says that if we who believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, if we don't have hope, we of all men are most miserable. So that would, you know, really be contradictory to um, who, um, you know, I, 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 I preach about and teach about and try to espouse in living um, if I didn't have hope. Uh, I, I, so I, I'm just not a hopeless person. Uh, as divided as this country is, I still see opportunity um, to really bring about something different for my grandchild uh, that she will not experience some of the things that we even see nowadays. Chief, I have to tell you, I agree with you 100%. No matter how much diversity uh, or division, I should say, we see in our nation today, I always hold on to hope because with that hope and with taking action, we can make a better world, a better nation for our kids, and I refuse to give up. Something you and I have talked about on on my show, and I I just loved your answer, and I think it's worth reiterating here and maybe even uh, a little bit more extensively. From a servant leader perspective, how do we bring the unity that you saw, that I saw, that JC has seen after 9-11, it was such a, a united front, all Americans coming together. How do we get that back into American life from a servant leader perspective? I, I pray to God, Noah, that it's not through tragedy, because as you and I discussed, you know, we hearken back to September 11, 2001, and, you know, the years immediately following. Uh, we weren't black. We weren't white. We weren't Democrat. We weren't Republican. We weren't independent. Uh, we weren't Muslim, we weren't Jew, we weren't Christian, we were Americans uh, that all saw um, the worst of humanity, but we saw it bring out the best in who we are as a country. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just believe that I don't, I don't think you lose that in 20 years. Uh, I just pray to God that we have the resolve to start to put leaders in place, uh, Democrat, Republican, and Independent, that start making decisions based on what's right and what's moral as opposed to, you know, uh, situational ethics and situational morality that is only right, moral, and correct when it's proposed by my party. Uh, We have to get back to uh, being umpires uh, as opposed to uh, fans. And umpires call balls and strikes. (laughs) Uh, Fans root for a team. And for us to be great as a country, we have to find the synergy that we found uh, in the aftermath of September 11, 2001, um, because that was as tragic as it was. Uh, I was never so proud in my 53 years of living to be an American and what we stand Amen, for brother. and how we stood tall after that. Wow. You know, uh, you mentioned something. I know we're down to the last three minutes and no has let me know. But uh, I just have to comment uh, real quickly on uh, uh, sometimes, I'm talking about society people in general, whether it doesn't matter what uh, what you do, if you're in a position of leadership and people are leaning on you, whether, whether you're a police officer, police chief, mm-hmm. or chaplain, or whether you're a baseball umpire, mm-hmm. a lot of times, real quickly, that some people, and we have people of all, of all types, just want to come to you and just tell you their stories, uh, just, yes. just tell you everything. Mm-hmm. And they don't expect an answer from you. And so right. there's no response uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, required. 
sometimes you have people that come to you, want to talk to you, and they're completely out of line. And, <laughs> or, and you're like, okay. You have to coach them into it. Right. And sometimes you, you, you have a, a person come to you that's uh, off the deep end. They're ready to hurt somebody, ready to do that. And you have to say, uh, 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 you are out. As an umpire, you have to make a judgment decision in order yes. to try to help those yeah. that type of person. And I, I, you brought that up. I call that the the UCC umpire, coach, and chaplain. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah. and yeah. so you just brought that up. You know, I tell you, Chief, we are down to the last two minutes. But I'm I'm gonna tell you again, Noah. I mean, Noah, I think me and you need to team up and. Get him on uh, either your show or my show, and man, you just uh, oh, I'm already go. sending out an email tonight, and I'm inviting <laughs> Chief. I'm gonna invite you to my show, and JC want to have a uh, uh, have a solid half hour with you. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, hey Chief, I want to thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. I did not get a chance to talk about your church, uh, Triumph Church, but I promise you, next time, I hope there is a next time. I hope you accept uh, being on the show. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, maybe have that great pastor you was on as well. Uh, yes. I, I yes. want to thank everybody. I want to thank uh, my, my beautiful wife for being a co-host. I want to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. I would like to thank our listening audience for always tuning in. Uh, uh, we're always looking for sponsors to make sure we continue to bring this message. We'll be back Monday, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley, and thanks so much for this great man being on the show tonight. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.